Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to episode two of Trolley Watch. New ID Foods, very fabulous podcast. Can you believe they the letters back on the air, Barbara? It's wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> they are mad. I am Amy Sinclair and I am the editor of New ID Food and I'm joined by our gorgeous, ravishing food director. Blue-eyed Barbara. Blue-eyed Barbie. <laughs> Did you know Barb's husband's name is Ken? Best <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> it's actually true. We are, of course, talking all things food, supermarket shopping, what to buy, what to leave behind. You want to know about it, we're going to tell you about it, <laughs> even if you don't want to know, right? We are starting off with a very exciting segment, and this is something that I have prepared for you, Barb, and you're a bit in the dark on this one. Yes, I am. The girls in the test kitchen, wonderful, lovely Rebecca, has been helping me put this together and what I'm doing, we are doing a review of supermarket mud cakes. Mm. Now, the supermarket mud cake has become quite the cult item, hasn't it, Bob? Yeah, they're so popular. Aren't they? You like, go like into Woolies, you go into Coles, you go into Audi, you pay, what, $4.80? Something stupid. $4. $4. $4. Mm. And you get a perfect cake. And what we've, of course, seen over the years, unless you've been living under a rock, We've seen all these hacks where people turn the humble cake into these amazing masterpieces. Yeah, indeed, indeed. It's phenomenal, yeah, isn't it? fantastic. Mm. I, back in the day, used to just get, you know, two Woolies mud cake, a bit of King Island cream in the middle, some strawberries, Bob's your uncle. But, Barb, what I've done today, because it's very, very difficult, I think, to look at it, you wouldn't know, is there a difference between the supermarket mud cakes? There's, of course, the Sara Lee chocolate, chocolate cake. cake. That's right. There is, you can buy wonderful packet mixes. Yep. So what I've done is I have five plates in front of me. I'm just going to set the, the, the picture here, guys. We have the Audi mud cake. We have the Coles mud cake, the Woolies mud cake. I've also got the Sara Lee frozen chocolate cake. Yep. That, that good old favourite. Mm, yum. My childhood. And then, of course, the girls, wonderful Rebecca in the test kitchen has whipped me up a, homemade um, mud cake using the greens mud cake mix, yeah. which is available at all supermarkets. Now, Bob, I have these all in front of you. I can't I wait to try them. I want you to have a spoonful of each. All right. And I want you to tell me which one is your pick. I'm not going to even tell you which one. This is blind taste testing. Yeah. I feel like we are on, a, you know, like some <laughs> sort of, a challenge. yeah, like a, a game show right now. All right. And Dennis, I'm going to give you a spoon. You're okay. more than happy to Thank get you. involved if you want. Oh, love a bit of cake. I mean, I know you won't say no. Barb, head in. So we'll work this around. Is, I'm going to work around. You're starting yeah. with... Number one, I okay. am the only one who knows what is on each cake. Mm. Right, that's number one. Barb, you were telling me yesterday is actually there actually yeah. is a difference when you look at the ingredients of the Audi, Woolies and the Coles mud cake. I had yeah. no idea. They are different. Mm. 
Because you kind of, if you're a cynic, which I might be, <laughs> you might think that there's one bloke out there just making a whole lot of mud cakes <laughs> and they put different stickers on the front. But it's not the case. No, not at all. No. All right, she's up to number three. She's powered through two of them. Oh, mm-hmm. she likes number three, I can tell. Mm-hmm. I should have done some whipped cream and strawberries on the side. That would have been be nice, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? I'll have to remember that for next time. That's number four. Barb, you're on to your last one. I'm enjoying these, Amy. <laughs> now, Barb, have you got a clear cup favourite? Do you need to do some second tastings I on I any? I do. No, All right. I have a, I have a favourite, and it was the second last one I ate over near you, Amy. That one? Yeah. That's your favourite? That was my favourite. Yeah. What's your second favourite? I actually really loved that one. Yep. Love that. All right. I am going to have a look and I'm going to tell you which cake this is. Okay. So, guys, just to recap, we have all the major supermarket mud cakes, Audi, Coles and Woolworths, as well as Greens and Sara Lee. Yep. I am now turning over the plate that held the winning mud cake and I'm, oh, my gosh. What is it? (laughs) The golden trolley goes to... The Audi mud cake. Really? I didn't pick that. <laughs> it was what? just a little bit lighter. Was it? Yeah, a bit fluffier. When I was cutting I into them, I was thinking the Coles was the winner because it was really fudgy and it seemed really yummy. Dense. dense. That's it, Dennis. Dennis. Thick and dense like my thighs. Well, like <laughs> well, I really enjoyed the Audi. There you go. Yes, the second yeah. place one was the Greens Mud Cake, yeah. which Barb also really liked. It was the least favourite is all Woolies. Okay. And so, we, of course, we had uh, Audi first, then Greens, then Coles the came yeah. third. Then we yeah. had Sara Lee and poor yeah. old Woolies in last place. Yeah. The wooden trolley. <laughs> the wooden child restrainer. <laughs> all right. I am Very now um, going to go and do my own little taste test yeah. before we move on to segment two. All right, Barb, we are on to another big subject for us. This is the big debate, people. This is where we belt out and really, really, you know, talk about a very contentious issue. And this this issue divides families, Dennis, so I'll, I'll have you know. People have very, very uh, firm beliefs on this. And I actually don't know where we if we're in the same neighbourhood on this one, Barb. We haven't discussed it. But it is, of course, fridge versus pantry. Where do you f- keep your condiments, all those popular items, and people have very firm ideas on it. And, of course, I'm talking about tomato sauce, Vegemite. Vegemite's yeah, a big yeah. one. Peanut butter, uh, mustards, condiment, eggs, yes. bread even. Mm. And things have very much changed, haven't they? Like back in the day, it was okay to keep a lot of them yes, in the pantry because they had a much higher salt content. But now yeah. that we're actually worried about dying by the time we turn 30 in our arteries, they've lowered the salt content, which has kind of changed that with some products. But it doesn't change people's habits and their ways of thinking. And certainly, you know, with things like Vegemite and peanut butter, people are very, very stuck in their ways. Barb, I'm going to ask you some questions. Number one, Vegemite, where do you keep it? In the the pantry. Really? Yeah. What's in the fridge girl? Are you really? It's too firm to spread. No, you know the bread. You know what I don't like. You know what I, I, I worry about. Nod, no, nod. <laughs> Your name's Nod. Dennis is over here nod. nodding furiously in in agreement. Yeah. In agreement with Barb, and I am just fighting on my own over here. You know what I hate? I hate if I happen to yes. get a little bit of butter into the Vegemite. Yeah. yeah. I think what's going to happen to that butter if it's sitting over in the pantry? 
yeah, it'll turn into a to, colony yeah. of bacteria. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's going in the fridge as well, so that's mm-hmm. all right. That doesn't worry me there. But And this is one product I use well after the use-by date. Mm. After six months, I've eaten Vegemite. Totally fine. Wow. Totally fine. <laughs> it's impressive, Mark. All flavor. right. <laughs> Tomato sauce. In the fridge. I'm in the fridge yeah. too. Oh, it's Dennis, fridge. that's a, that's a, yeah. that's a round, yep. a round robin. Yep. Yep. We're all there. Mustards. In the fridge. Me too. Yes. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Eggs. In the fridge. Mm. In their carton in the fridge because they're porous. They absorb odours. So if you put them in a bowl in the fridge, you end up smelling like the tomatoes or the meat or weird things you've got Ooh, in there. I had no Always idea. in the cardboard carton. Yep. It's the best place for them. But what about those little egg containers that you have in your no, room? No, no, there are no, no. And new fridges actually don't have them anymore. Oh. Yeah. No, very bad. I have a new fridge. Do you? I'm not a fan of my new fridge. But it doesn't have a little egg rack, does it? No, it doesn't. It has like a a, a, a container that you put the whole carton into. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. Really good. Mm. I got sold my fridge because they told me that it was anti-fingerprint. Let me tell you, it's not anti-fingerprint. <laughs> it, it's like it's like a no. CSI technician has like rubbed their hands all over it. It's that anti-un-anti. Oh, really? Yeah. That's okay. I don't yeah. mind being lied to when I spend $1,500 on a fridge. That's absolutely fine. Some people, not me, some people would be annoyed about that. Not me. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Next one, bread. Um, I leave it at room temperature mm-hmm. or I in freeze the freezer. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we keep our fridge, our bread in the fridge. But that can tend to dry it out a little bit. I know, I think. but we, yeah. we mostly toast it. So, okay. But mm. I don't know why we do it. A bit weird like that, but. Just one of those things. Oh, one of those things. On the it does. It's, it's true. true. Just put them all there. Apples? Uh, always in the fridge. Really? In the crisp, but yep. Yep. Don't you think they're a bit cold when you bite into them? Um, I suppose because I eat them later. So uh, by the time I take it out in the morning, I probably would eat it lunch. It definitely would last longer if you kept them in the fridge. Yeah, they am do. I right? yeah, yeah, very much so. See, they I need keep, the cool storage. Yeah, I keep them in the pantry or in the fruit bowl. Yes, because you have high turnover. Yeah, yeah. That's a t- mm. good. Well put, Barb. Mm. High turnover at <laughs> apples. Sounds like I'm a supermarket. Tomatoes. Um, if I'm eating them that day when I buy them. I would leave them out, but mm-hmm. normally in the fridge. Really? I'm yeah. always in the pantry person. Yeah. Again, I don't like a cold But they get tomorrow. ripe too quickly. Like an avocado, when it's ripe to eat. But if you don't want it that day and you want it two days' time, it's past it. So, Barb, what are the, some of the things that you keep in your pantry that you think would horrify or the fridge that you think goes against the grain? I keep a lot of things in the fridge um, like um, couscous. Um, really? A lot of grains, dried Why? fruits. Because they last longer and it stops weevils. Because there may be weevils like in flour, but if it's stored actually in the fridge, they don't actually develop. Uh huh. So the little bugs are there, but they they never come to anything. So I'm great one for putting everything in the fridge. Dried fruit's excellent because it's the same thing; it can dry out quickly and it just lasts longer. The other thing you were telling me about the other day that I had no idea about, and Dennis, Mm. jump in if you knew, (laughs) that sesame seeds go rancid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm living on an island over here. I had no idea. <laughs> All nuts, because they have high oil content, mm. actually go rancid very quickly, and particularly walnuts. We've actually bought them and they're rancid 
unopened really? from a supermarket. Ew. Yes. So it's gain. We always store them in the freezer. freezer. Have you ever had arguments like with your husband or anything over where to, where to keep your various items? He wouldn't he dare. He, oh, he wouldn't even have woman. an opinion. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> to continue this conversation, <laughs> head over to our Facebook page, New Idea Food, and have your say, fridge or pantry. Now, Barb, this next segment is very close to um, my heart, bargains of the week, because the more you save on your shopping, the more you can spend on clothes. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Barb, you're a big markdown shopper, aren't you? I am. You see the markdowns at the supermarket. You you pile them up. You take them back to your Planet Freezer. Yes. You pile them in. Yes. But I actually do eat them. I, know I work my do. way That's through amazing. them. They're not just sitting there. I'd love a bargain. Barb told me the other day that, you know, her family could survive for a good three years based on her freezer. I love it. My family would last three hours, can I just say. It's not a pretty place. It's a barren, empty world in my fridge and freezer. But, Barb, at the... The supermarket, there are lots of markdowns and these days at supermarkets there's lots of weekly half-price sales and it's really, really worth keeping on top of the catalogues and finding out those those staple items. This week alone I got half-price Twinings uh, tea bags. I got half-price coffee beans, which is expensive. So you Mm. get a big bag of your Victoria coffee beans down to 15 bucks. That's a good saving. Yeah, really good. Um, We got um, lots of laundry detergent. It makes it a very um, economical shop when you're buying those big expensive items. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, yes. No one wants to pay. But do you buy them in one or do you buy them in two or three? Well, I should buy them two and three, but we just do one. But yeah. I've seen like on, 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 on Facebook some people who've turned their garages into like mini supermarkets mm. where they, they stock up on – the yep. the dishwashing ice dishwashing liquids and your toilet papers and the like. Mm. That's if you hardcore. had the room, that's a good yeah. idea because you actually you are saving money. Well, you are in the long run, way. and you yeah. just just pop into the <laughs> garage garage and pick up lunch. Really, <laughs> <laughs> it's a smart way to shop. But Barb, you're a big markdown shopper. But also, there are lots of ways that you can just save money with buying Absolutely. certain cuts of cheese. Take us through some of your favourite well, bargain items. This week, actually this week, I went to Woolworths and got a really lovely creamy chicken and mushroom bake. Mm-hmm. And that was $14 reduced to 12 Wow. To feed four people. And it had diced chicken with a creamy mushroom, parmesan and garlic sauce. Lots of taste, lots of flavour. I thought really good value. For a family for four. For four people, 12 To heat bucks. it up for 30 minutes, yeah. Yeah, it was and very it's easy good. too, isn't it? And it was bar. tasty though. RSPCA chicken, really good, really good value. I got a lovely box of frozen corn chip crumb tenders for $6 from Coles. Yeah. To serve four. Um, I bought a tomato, a lettuce, um, bag of wraps from Coles and also the mild salsa. That's a good idea. All that for $14. Do some wraps. And did wraps. And the oh. chicken tenders are, are crumbed in crushed corn chips. Really lovely. Oh. But again, you had um, you know eight wraps, eight chicken tenders, a great meal. 
for one Especially person. if you don't <laughs> want to spend hours in the kitchen. That's it. It wasn't I mean, pre-prepared, but it was just grab this, grab that in the oven. I mean, obviously, it was so handy. Barb, you're a great cook. You can whip up anything. But at the end of the day, you've had a long day That's right. at work. You've had a long day prepping your, your freezer for when Armageddon hits. The last thing you do like doing is whipping up a huge meal sometimes. Exactly. This and that's what you when fancy. it's yeah. so good. And then from Aldi, which I have to say again, was one of the better meals, was actually a chunky Angus beef pie. Oh, I've had them before. They're good. Really? 600 gram pie. I bought a bag of frozen vegetables. That's peas, carrots, corn, potato. Uh, for a dollar fifty-seven, that whole meal, so many vegetables. The pie was delicious. The pastry was really good. Seven dollars sixty-one. You to can't beat that, can you, Dennis? You couldn't beat you, it. You can't. Honestly, it was the value was really good because sometimes, sometimes the frozen pastry is going to be a bit tough. It's delicious. It was just beautiful. The other day, I got a so I got a, a big spanakopita. It's it's one of their limited edition items from Audi, and I got a huge spanakopita. I cooked that up for the family with a Greek salad. Mm. There was leftovers and yeah. it cost six ninety nine, yeah. and it was yum. Brilliant, isn't it? Mm. Mm. By leftovers, I mean leftovers for me to eat yeah. later on. Before, <laughs> with, the before the chocolate. But that's okay. That's okay, isn't it, Barb? Yeah, But totally. when it comes to markdowns, do you have any tips? Because there's lots of tips out there on how to get the best markdowns, how to get the, the cheapest ones. What's your tip, Barb? Um, it's usually shopping at about um, Wednesday afternoon, so about 4 o'clock. Ooh. I find that's the best price for me for markdowns. A lot of people area. say that. I've also heard shopping going to smaller supermarkets yes. where they might not have the turnover of um, you know, some of the bigger ones. Yes. And so especially if you've got, say, a couple of, of supermarkets in close proximity, go for the smallest one and they often will have excess stock yes. towards the end of, you know, when we're getting into best before territory. You know, it's obviously where I prefer to buy my stuff. You'd find my husband there scouring it, <laughs> piling them all into the basket. Jimmy. <laughs> Put them down, Jimmy. Well, sometimes I used to have uh, little bags of vegetables. I'll mix them up together and put three carrots of capsicum in our That's... Woolworths in a big plastic bag and, and the bag would be $5, but there was so much stuff I in was it. reading about wow. that the other day that it was like um, – Bargain bags, you pay $2, you fill as much as yeah. you can at Woolworths. Yeah, they used to do it back in the day. Yeah. They should bring it back. Yeah, Indeed. Just go nuts. <laughs> the other thing I've heard is closing of the day. Ten minutes before close, okay. head on in yes. and all those bakery items. Yes, yes. Some of the, the hot chocolate breads. Cetera. Yeah, bread rolls are half price. Yeah, so and you just go nuts. Buy yeah. them. Barb takes them home. I do, I freeze them. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Bread sticks. I make garlic bread and then I freeze it as garlic bread that I can just heat. Your husband stands around long enough in the kitchen, you whack him in the freezer, don't you? <laughs> if he did, I would. <laughs> enough room in there too. There is. The and butter little, and the, the – And little the portion control meals. If they're not – he's bought ones, so I do leave. I think we're getting him. into dangerous territory now and the police <laughs> are going to come yeah. knocking. <laughs> Bob, I love it. Markdowns forever. Indeed. All right, Barb, we know you love your freezer more yes, than I you do. love your husband. I'm kidding. No, I think, that's, no, I think that's true. Yeah, yeah that's I think that's right. true, actually. 
There are many things I love more than my husband. I'm sorry, Jimmy. That's a bit below the belt, isn't it, Dennis? Jimmy. Poor old Jimmy. All right. Now we are heading into freezer facts, Barb. We know what you can and can't freeze is a big question with a lot of people out there because they'd probably be surprised there's a lot of things that you didn't realise you can freeze. Yes. In fact, Mm. throw it in there, right, Barb? Yeah, totally. But there are some things that just don't hold up as well. So, Barb, I'm going to throw 10 different foods at you and I want you to tell me very quickly, can I freeze it? All right, ready? One, mushrooms. Can I freeze it? Yes, but cook them first. Ah. Slice them, saute them, some oil or butter, and then once they've cooled off, freeze them. Add them to casseroles, gravies, whatever. Yum. Yep. Two, avocados. Yes, they do. You can, really? You can either freeze them whole or mash them with some lemon juice to make guacamole. Wait so there, they but. actually do So freeze. you throw in a whole avocado to yes. the freezer, yes. bring it out, and it's okay. Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, for guacamole. I mean, Barb's they're a little softer. Like, yes, you idiot. <laughs> they're great. Oh. Yeah, try it. Amazing. Make a lovely dip. Yep. Number three, ham. Look, you can freeze it for two to three weeks. I have done that, but it becomes very salty. Oh, really? Yeah, and it loses texture. So I wouldn't recommend that for anybody else. So yeah. you don't think ham's a bit of a… Yeah, the salted meats. Yeah, the salt really does come out quite a lot in Ooh. ham. Yeah. Things to note. Leftover gravy. Yeah, perfect, perfect leftover gravy. Really? When you thaw it and go to heat it, it looks very lumpy. Keep stirring it over a high heat and it'll bring it back. Beautiful, smooth… Bob, I'm just going to digress for a moment because if there's one thing that I cannot cook, it's gravy. And my mum, well, my mum's a great, a great roast cook. Like mm. she's a really good. She whips together a gravy like she's, you know, like no one's business. Yeah, I try and do it. Oh, it's nasty, nasty. It's lumpy. It's gross. It's and in I the mean. end, the only way I can kind of pull it back is by adding more and more and more to it. I end up with 14 liters. See, that's good. That now you could freeze it. Freeze it. Little containers. <laughs> Yep. Portion. portion. We're learning control. a lot one today, cup. aren't we, yes. Portion it up, whack yep. it in the freezer. Passion fruit. Yeah, one of my favourites. Hold in the skin, straight in. Really? Don't take it out. Yeah, because the skin passion, protects it. The mm. thing with passion fruit is when you when they when they come into season, you're left with four and a half million of yes. them, aren't you? And it's yeah. often hard to keep up with it. And they're quite expensive to buy. Yeah, unless they're in season. So yeah, I definitely freeze those. And they're like bananas. I freeze bananas, but only when they turn black. You're Let a, them go You're black. a big fan so of, a, yeah. of, a, of, a, of a gone yep. banana, aren't you? Yeah, um, yep. buy the, them on special and keep them for another 10 days after that. Oh. Yep. Fru- few flies around, those little <laughs> flying insects, but the don't, don't worry flies, about that. The the better, right, Barb? The bananas are great. <laughs> Mayonnaise-based sauces like aioli. No, they break down. Really? Yeah. So they separate yeah, and separate, go nasty. Yeah. yeah, and you can't really bring them back together, so that's no for that. How about a bit of lettuce or celery? No, that's another no because of the high water content, all those crystals freeze, and when they thaw, they're very limp. Oh. A bit like asparagus. You can't no snap freeze limp. them. They're just, yeah, anything really. Limp or radishes. A, limp they is just, the worst word, isn't it? Like there is nothing good that is associated with limp. Yeah, not really, no. no. I'm going to keep no. this clean and move straight no. on to yeah. coconut yeah. milk. Coconut milk. freezes really well. Does it? Yeah. Because often you don't need a whole can, do you? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And sometimes if you think it's a bit fattening, you only want just a little bit to a curry. Yeah. Not a whole can, just want a little bit. So open it up again, freeze the rest of it. That's terrific. Lemon juice. 
Yeah, freezes really well. I put in glad little ice cube bags. Oh, do you? Yes. I used to do the ice cube trays and what happened was they evaporate. If you leave them in the freezer long enough, you go back to the freezer tray and they're gone. Did so you what know that, Dennis? No, you can, That's amazing. How? Fill up those little bags and then yeah. you just pop the little cubes out as you, as you need them. Great for storage. Barbie, you are blowing my <laughs> mind. Last one, pasta. Yes, but I boil it first. Uh-huh. So boil it first. As soon as it's cooked, cool it off in the fridge, wrap it up in portions, freeze that. And if you want to, when you're ready to eat it again, just bring a pot of water to the boil, pop that in. Perfect. One to That's two what minutes. I was just ask it you. through. One to two minutes. You just, it just loosens up again. And That's what I was going to ask you. How do you bring it back? Yeah. It's alive. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. I'm going to go home and uh, reevaluate my freezer. <laughs> Get rid of the vodka bottles. <laughs> That's great, Amy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, get some, some passion fruits and pasta happening. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. Always on hand. Barbie, you are the freezer queen, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. We are going to continue this debate at our Facebook page, What You Can and Cannot Freeze. Head there today. And that is it for episode two. Barb and I are off to uh, give my freezer a makeover. She may not recover. She may have a heart attack. <laughs> Never, Amy. <laughs> Thank you for coming along today, Barb. That's a pleasure. We will see you next week where we are talking about chicken nuggets and more. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe where all good podcasts are found and follow us at New Idea Food. Love you. Bye. 